The Lord be with you. And also with you. Blessed is the one who comes in the name of the Lord. Blessed be the name of the Lord. We welcome you to the service of ordered worship, the liturgy, music, and homily and sacrament are offered in the praise of God for our gathered congregation here at Marsh Chapel, for our radio congregation across New England at WBUR 90.9 FM, and for our internet listenership now and later around the globe at WBUR.org. Today is the first Sunday in Advent, the beginning of the liturgical year. On this first Sunday of the month, as is our custom, we welcome all of whatever age, station, or background to participate in the Sacrament of Holy Communion. Those listening on the radio may request communion in the home by calling the chapel office. We commend to you the ministry of the chapel, both its programmatic offerings and its sermonic offerings found on our website. We invite those so moved to identify as members of the chapel community simply by so signing the pew roster or by speaking with one of the clergy or by leaving a note in the collection plate. We encourage one another to continue or to commence the practice of disciplined generosity, of tithing, of percentage giving. And we invite you to ponder just what form your ministry here will take among us in the coming weeks this year of our Lord, 2019. A dish to pass community lunch and follows worship downstairs and all are warmly invited. This is the day that the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. As we are able, may we stand in the praise of God.
May we pray. Almighty God, give us grace to cast away the works of darkness and put on the armor of light. Now in the time of this mortal life in which your Son, Jesus Christ, came to visit us in great humility, that in the last day, when he shall come again in his glorious majesty to judge both the living and the dead, we may rise to the life immortal through him who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Christ our Lord invites to his table all who love him, who earnestly repent of their sin and seek to live in peace with one another. Therefore, let us confess our sin before God and one another. Merciful God, we confess that we have not loved you with our whole heart. We have failed to be an obedient church. We have not done your will. We have broken your law. We have rebelled against your love. We have not loved our neighbors. We have not heard the cry of the needy. Forgive us, we pray. Free us for joyful obedience. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Hear the good news. Christ died for us while we were yet sinners. That proves God's love towards us. In the name of Jesus Christ, you are forgiven. In the name of Jesus Christ, you are forgiven. Glory to God. Amen. The peace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with you always and also with you. May we exchange with one another signs of his peace. A lesson from the prophet Isaiah, chapter 2, verses 1 to 5. A word that Isaiah, son of Amos, saw concerning Judah and Jerusalem. In days to come, the mountain of the Lord's house shall be established in the highest of the mountain, and shall be raised above the hills. All nations shall, shall stream to it. Many people shall come and say, Come, let us go up to the mountain of the Lord, to the house of God of Jacob, that he may teach us his ways, and that we may walk in his path. For out of Zion shall go forth instructions, and the word of the Lord from Jerusalem. He shall judge between nations, and shall arbitrate for many people. They shall beat their swords into plowshares, and their spears into pruning hooks. Nations shall not lift up swords, up swords against nation, neither shall they learn war anymore. O house of Jacob, come. Let us walk in the light of the Lord, the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God.
A lesson from St. Paul's Epistle to the Romans, chapter 13, verses 11 through 14. Besides this, you know what time it is, how it is now the moment for you to wake from sleep. For salvation is nearer to us now than when we became believers. The night is far gone, the day is near. Let us then lay aside the works of darkness and put on the armor of light. Let us live honorably as in the day, not in reveling and drunkenness, not in debauchery and licentiousness, not in quarreling and jealousy. Instead, put on the Lord Jesus Christ and make no provision for the flesh to gratify its desires. The word of the Lord. Please join me in saying verses from Psalm 122 with the antiphon. I was glad when they said to me, let us go to the house of the Lord. Our, Our feet are standing within your gates, O Jerusalem. Jerusalem built as a city that is bound firmly together. To it the tribes go up, the tribes of the Lord, as was decreed for Israel, to give thanks to the name of the Lord. For there the thrones for judgment were set up, the thrones of the house of David. Pray for the peace of Jerusalem. May they prosper who love you. Peace be within your walls and security within your towers. For the sake of my relatives and friends, I will say, peace be within you. For the sake of the house of the Lord our God, I will seek your good. Let us stand as we are able for the singing of the Gloria Patri and the reading of the Gospel. The Holy Gospel according to St. Matthew, chapter 24, verses 36 through 44. Glory to you, O Lord. <clears throat> but about that day and hour, no one knows, neither the angels of heaven nor the Son, but only the Father. For as the days of Noah were, so will be the coming of the Son of Man. For as in those days before the flood they were eating and drinking, marrying and giving in marriage until the day Noah entered the ark 
and they knew nothing until the flood came and swept them all away. So too will be the coming of the Son of Man. Then two will be in the field, one will be taken and one will be left. Two women will be grinding meal together, one will be taken and one will be left. Keep awake, therefore, for you do not know on what day your Lord is coming. But understand this, if the owner of the house had known in what part of the night the thief was coming, he would have stayed awake and would have not have let his house be broken into. Therefore, you also must be ready, for the Son of Man is coming at an unexpected hour. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Christ. The gist of today's gospel is clear enough. We cannot see or know the future. So we ought to live on tiptoe, on the qui vive. Health, there is, to be sure, and succor in a full acceptance and recognition of such a humble epistemology and such a rigorous ethic. Let us admit to the bone our cloud of unknowing about the days and hours to come. And let us live every day and every hour of every day as if it were our last. Song and sacrament, sermon and Eucharist, they will guide us along this very path, this very hour. What is less clear is the meaning of the coming of the Son of Man. What is the nature of this coming? Who is the person so named? What difference, existential difference, everlasting difference does any of this make? What did Jesus actually say here? On what score did the primitive Christian community remember and rehearse his teaching? Did Matthew have a dog in this fight? How has the church age to age interpreted the passage? We shall pose these four questions to verses 36 to 44 in the 24th chapter of the Gospel bearing the name of Matthew. First, Jesus. Jesus may have used this phrase, though many have judged that it is a later church appellation. It may have been both. This phrase coming out of Daniel chapter seven, did Jesus hear this read and hold it in memory? and the stock Jewish apocalyptic of Jesus' day was as much a part of his environment as the sandals on his feet, the donkey he rode, the Aramaic he spoke, the Palestinian countryside which he loved, and the end of time which he expected in that contemporary generation. Did he understand himself to be that figure? We cannot see and we cannot say, though most think it unlikely. It is Mark and the author of Enoch who gave us the Son of Man in its full sense, and it is Matthew alone among the Gospel writers who uses the coming in a technical sense. The soprano voice of Jesus is far lighter in the Gospel choruses than we would think or like. Second, church. Mark, Luke, and Matthew carry forward these standard end-of-the-world predictions. Our lectionary clips out the mistaken acclamation of 2434, but we should hear it. Truly, I tell you, this generation will not pass away until all these things take place. Like the waiting figures in the glass menagerie, the earlier church has hung on to these blown glass elements while awaiting a never-returning person like that telephone operator who had fallen in love with long distances. They preserve the menagerie and fine glass of hopes deferred that maketh the heart sick. That generation and 70 others have passed away before any of this has taken place. We do not expect, literally expect, immediately expect these portents any longer. They are part of the apocalyptic language and imagery which was the mother of the New Testament and all Christian theology. 
The son of man was the favorite hope child of that mother. A long, low, alto area, this. Third, Matthew. To his credit and to our benefit, Matthew makes his editorial moves to accommodate what he has taken from Mark 13. The point of apocalyptic eschatology is ethical persuasion here and in the sibling synoptic passages. Watch, be ready, live with your teeth set. Let the servants, the leaders of Matthew's day be found faithful after 37 excoriating verses directed against the Pharisees, say religious leaders in general, in chapter 23, remember they are whitewashed tombs which outwardly appear beautiful but within full of dead men's bones and all uncleanness. The hard truth about religion at our worst. And after 43 further verses in chapter 24 of standard end time language, Matthew pulls up and he delivers his sermon. You must be ready. You must be ready. The figure of the future is coming at an hour you do not expect. Hail the Matthew tenor voice. Fourth tradition. Immediately the church scrambled to reinvent and reinterpret basso profundo. One example found earlier in the passage will suffice. Of that day, no one knows, not even the Son, except that some texts take out even the Son in deference to Jesus' later and higher person. It is, finally, and except for occasional oddball readings like the Montanists in the second century and the fundamentalists in the 21st, it is the church's view that apocalyptic language and imagery convey the future as unknowable and the present as unrepeatable. The future as unknowable and the present as unrepeatable. In sum, as soon as we reach out to grasp the future, it has slipped past us, already flying down the road to the rear into the past. The present itself is no better because its portions of past and future are tangled permanently together. We do have the past, neither dead nor past, or, or do we? Memory and memoir spill into each other with the greatest of ease. One searcher admitted that music sung, performed, was her closest approximation of the presence of God, the proof of God. One trusted Christian, it may have been you, sensed grace and grace and grace in the grace of the Eucharist unlike any other. We shall taste in a moment and see. For the moment, any moment, especially this, is a veritable mystery. We are alive. The presence, God's presence, is a veritable mystery. Take, eat, my body and my blood. These are unfathomable mysteries, so named mystery sacramentum to this day. How shall we respond? Sleepers awake. There is not an infinite amount of unforeseen future in which to come awake and to become alive. There does come a time when it is too late, allowing the valence of it to be as broad as the ocean and as wide as life. You do not have forever to invest yourself in the deep rivers of Holy Scripture, whatever they may be for you. It takes time to allow the holy to make us whole, so begin. You do not have forever to seek in the back roads of some tradition, whatever it may be for you, the corresponding hearts and minds which and who will give you back your own most self 
It takes time to uncover, discover others who have had the same quirky interests and fears that you do. So begin. As our brother in Christ, Mr. Ed McClure put it, he who passed from life to eternal life earlier this week, his calling hours are tomorrow evening in Brookline. Politically correct without spiritual respect is suspect. So begin. You do not have forever to sift and think through what you think about what lasts and matters and counts and is real, what works. Honestly, who could complain about young people, young women and men seeking careers and jobs and employment and work? Do so. But work alone will not make you human. Work alone will not allow you to become a full, real human being. Life is about vocation and avocation, not just about employment and unemployment. You are being sold a bill of goods here. Be watchful. It takes time to self-interpret that deceptively crushing verse, let your light so shine before others. Let your light so shine before others. So begin. You do not have forever to experience presence, and it is presence, spirit, love, 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 for which we long, for which, nay, for whom we are made. It takes time to find authentic habits of being, what makes your heart sing, your soul pray, your spirit preach. Your heart, not someone else's. Your soul, not someone else's. Your spirit, not someone else's. So, on this day of beginnings, begin. You must be ready, for the Son of Man is coming at an hour you do not expect. As our dear neighbor Jonathan Edwards put it in his sermon of a mere 300 years ago, if you would be in the way to the world of love, see that you live a life of love, a love to God and to neighbor. All of us hope to have part in the world of love hereafter, and therefore we should cherish the spirit of love and live a life of holy love here on earth. This is the way to be like the inhabitants of heaven who are now confirmed in love forever. Only in this way can you be like them in excellence and loveliness and like them too in happiness and rest and joy. By living in love in this world, you may be like them too in sweet and holy peace and thus, thus have on earth the foretastes of heavenly pleasures and delights. Thus also you may have a sense of the glory of heavenly things as of God and of Christ and of holiness and your heart may be disposed and opened by holy love to God and by the spirit of peace and love to others to a sense of the excellence and sweetness of all that is to be found in heaven. Thus shall the windows of heaven be as it were opened so that its glorious light shall shine in upon your soul. Thus you may have the evidence of your fitness for that blessed world and that you are actually on the way to its possession and th thus being made meet through grace for the inheritance of the saints in light when a few more days shall have passed away you shall be with them in their blessedness forever. Happy, thrice happy those who shall thus be found faithful to the end and then shall be welcomed to the joy of their Lord. There they shall hunger no more, neither thirst any more, neither shall the sun light on them nor any heat. For the lamb which is in the midst of the throne shall feed them 
and lead them to living fountains of water and God shall wipe away all tears from their eyes. So, may we begin. We do not have forever to experience presence and it is presence, spirit, love for which we long, which for which, nay, for whom we are made. It takes time to find authentic habits of being, what makes the heart to sing, the soul to pray, the spirit to preach. Your heart, not someone else's. Your soul, not someone else's. Your spirit, not someone else's. Let us begin. For you must be ready. For the Son of Man is coming at an hour you do not expect. Please be seated. Good morning. My name is Nick Rodriguez, and I'm the Ministry Associate for Outreach and Engagement. We welcome you once again to the nave of Mars Chapel and hope you'll take a moment to help us get to know you better so that we can help you get to know one another better by putting your name and contact information in the red books found along the center aisle of each pew. For Communion Sunday today, there will be three stations with wine on the pulpit side and in the center and grape juice on the lectern side. Following our service today, there will be a potluck lunch in the marsh room downstairs. On Thursday, December 5th at 5 p.m. in the nave, we'll be hosting our annual Christmas tree trimming. Join us for festive snacks, music, and tree decorating. On Friday, December 6th at 6 p.m., and next Sunday, December 8th at 11 a.m., there will be our 46th annual service of Lessons and Carols. Join us in the nave for a liturgy that is modeled after the famous service from King's College, Cambridge, and is one of the most popular university events of the year. At 3 p.m. on next Sunday, December 8th, there will be our Blue Christmas service. 
This service is a time when we can recognize the blue feelings we may have during the Christmas season, acknowledge the reasons for them, and offer these feelings to God. In the midst of the surrounding holiday cheer, some of us mourn a loved one or feel particularly lonely in our challenges or struggle with the dark and the cold. In this service, we share in songs, scripture, prayer, prayer, candlelight, reflection, and the solace and hope of knowing that we are not alone. Next Thursday, December 12th, we will have our Global Stress Relief Day here at the chapel. During the fury of exams, papers, and final projects, take a moment to breathe and get balanced in the Mars Chapel. All of it is free and all Boston University students are welcome. Contact Dr. Jessica Chica for more information. On next Friday, December 13th, we will have our final study retreat. Study retreats provide an opportunity to unite head and heart by putting study in the context of spiritual practice. Breakfast and lunch are provided, as is dinner during the final retreat at the end of the term. For more, for more information, contact Brother Larry. For all other upcoming services and activities, we would encourage you to keep an eye to the Marsh Chapel website, bu.edu chapel, where you may also find the opportunity for online giving. Now walk in love as Christ loves us in offering and sacrifice to God.
Lord Jesus, we ask. Float by us forever and love us, we pray. Bless all the dear children in thy tender care and fit us for heaven to live with thee there. Bless these gifts and the givers, we pray. In Christ's name. The Lord be with you. Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is right and a good and joyful thing, always and everywhere, to give thanks to you, Almighty God, creator of heaven and earth. You formed us in your image and breathed into us the breath of life. When we turned away and our love failed, your love remained steadfast. You delivered us from captivity made covenant to be our sovereign God, and spoke to us through your prophets, who look for that day when justice shall roll down like waters and righteousness like an ever-flowing stream, when nation shall not lift up sword against nation, neither shall they learn war anymore. And so, with your people on earth and all the company of heaven, we praise your name and join their unending hymn. are you and blessed is your son Jesus Christ whom you sent in the fullness of time to be a light to the nations you scatter the proud in the imagination of their hearts and have mercy on those who fear you from generation to generation you put down the mighty from their thrones and exalt those of low degree you fill the hungry with good things and the rich you send empty away your own son came among us as a servant to be Emmanuel your presence with us he humbled himself in obedience to your will and freely accepted death on a cross. By the baptism of his suffering, death, and resurrection, you gave birth to your church, delivered us from slavery to sin and death, and made with us a new covenant by water and the Spirit. On the night in which he gave himself up for us, he took bread, gave thanks to you, broke the bread, gave it to his disciples, and said, take, eat, this is my body which is given for you. Do this in remembrance of me. And when the supper was over, he took the cup, gave thanks to you, gave it to his disciples and said, drink from this, all of you. This is my blood of the new covenant poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. And so, in remembrance of these your mighty acts in Jesus Christ, we offer ourselves in praise and thanksgiving as a holy and living sacrifice in union with Christ's offering for us as we proclaim the mystery of faith. Spirit on us gathered here and on these gifts of bread and wine, make them be for us the body and blood of Christ, that we may be for the world the body of Christ, redeemed by his blood. By your Spirit, make us one with Christ, one with each other, and one in ministry to all the world until Christ comes in final victory and we feast at his heavenly banquet. Through your Son, Jesus Christ, with the Holy Spirit and your Holy Church, all honor and glory is yours, Almighty God now and forever. Amen. Amen. And now with the confidence of children of God, let us pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever.
May we pray together. Eternal God, we give you thanks for this holy mystery in which you have given yourself to us. Grant that we may go into the world in the strength of your spirit to give ourselves for others. In the name of Jesus Christ, our Lord. O Lord, support us all the day long of this troublous life until the shadows lengthen and the evening comes, the busy world is hushed and the fever of life is over and our work is done. Then in thy mercy grant us a safe rest, a happy lodging, and peace at the last, through Christ our Lord. Amen. <laughs>